Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Okay then. Welcome back. To all of our loyal listeners. Okay. They've been going through a tough time. (laughs) I thought you were welcoming me back. Yeah. I mean, to everyone, you know. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back, guys. Um, If you missed us, we've been not not here yeah at, at university or anywhere near radio studios yeah. or each other no for that matter three weeks but we went cold turkey <laughs> i was getting some withdrawal <laughs> symptoms <laughs> and i was actually a lot of time i was with our most loyal listener who is my mum <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shout out joe's mum yeah shout out helen senior uh oh yeah i'm joe lyons <laughs> they know who I am, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Shaw. So, why have we been apart for three weeks? Oh yeah, so uh, I mean, against my will, you yeah. know. <laughs> I'd rather be with you all the time. You know? <laughs> but um, so for the first week, um, I was at BBC Three on some uh, work experience, uh, which was pretty sick. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So you I learned worked, a lot. Yeah, yeah, I did learn a lot. But as I've said to the lecturers here when I got back, they create a very good replica of a working journalist what, here, yeah, environment here at at the university. So when I was doing things there, I didn't feel out of my depth, which was pretty cool. Mm. Like it felt familiar. As much as it was like intimidating to go to somewhere where people get paid, <laughs> yeah, 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 to do things, it was uh we run a tight ship here. Yeah, well, I mean, we did, but now it's all it's gone to pot a little bit because it's like four people. Yeah, the people in the year below us don't show up now that we've <laughs> moved on. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, that's what. So uh, another guy in our class went to Channel Five for a week. And yeah. he said, essentially, it's just like it's like what we did on on a Tuesday and yeah. Monday in Winnell, but it's Every day, day after day, which is stressful business. But yeah, you get you get Saturday Sunday off. Yeah, true. So true. That's not all bad. But yeah, BBC Three was good. Um, I worked with the feature writing team, so the people who write sort of like. So basically, BBC Three, for people who know or don't know, is designed or their target audience is 16 to 34 year olds with documentaries, news and comedy. And now this thing they call factual entertainment, which is like dating programs. <laughs> Sorry, that noise in my chair was a bit. <laughs> <The> intrusive. <laughs> it's like my limbs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was him bending his leg. <laughs> that 37 year old knee joint. 37. <laughs> Um, so yeah they do they do like feature writing which is like I don't know it's like very internet culture Mm. they use sources from tweets and stuff but they do speak to a lot of academics within the within the articles they also do longer form features so somebody was working on 
Overeaters Anonymous article. Okay. So oh. it's like the same the same concept as Alcoholics Anonymous, Narcotics Anonymous, Sex and Love Addicts Anonymous. Yeah. Um, but it's harder to stay anonymous. It's the overeaters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so what I did learn from it is that it's the choice of the group. So it was the choice of this particular group that they didn't mind having the article about it. It's just that it couldn't be specifically about anybody or yeah. have any... It's just like ambiguously about the group as a whole. And about specific... No, but it's about specific people, but then names are changed, oh, genders okay. are changed, okay. colours of hair, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, defining aspects of these people were changed completely. So they changed like, the things that these people overeat on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, defining, like, really yeah. defining specific things that people could highlight about those people were changed. So, so yeah, that was really cool to sort of... She was on, like, the sort of last bits of it. And they get time, you know? They get time to write these features. Mm. Like, a couple months. Really? Yeah, like, big, big, big time skills. That's crazy, man. I thought it would be a quick turnaround. Quick turnarounds because they do those things called quickies, yeah? <laughs> Which I could really had to refrain myself from laughing. <laughs> That's worth a little snigger. <laughs> no, you know? but it was in a meeting. It was, in the, it was on Monday morning when I got there. And they were like, oh, oh yeah, you don't that. Joe, come along to the, your first sort of meeting thing. Um, <laughs> it's so like a news got conference. There, got there. Yeah, it was, like a, it was like a mini news conference. But I think what it was, basically, the team that I was working with, that a lot of people were sort of new. Mm. Um in fact, everybody that was there in that meeting was, was brand new because they'd come from Stylist Magazine and Shortlist. To I quite like Shortlist. Two free magazines that you yeah. get on a train in London. I'm not sure if you get it. I, I don't know. Is it national? Yeah, yeah. Because I've been up in Edinburgh and they get it there. Okay, so yeah, it's national, but I'm sure just cities, bigger cities. Yeah. No one else deserves it, mate. <laughs> no one else gets the sort of things that they're that talked about in there. <laughs> you know, if you're from, uh, let's say, Cumbria, <laughs> you don't want to read about. Do you know where Cumbria is, man? You yeah, can't just up in the, the oh, right. district. Knows. He knows. Cumberland sausage. Oh, I had a couple. Of, I had four of those yesterday. I told you I was a pig yesterday, man. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so they come from these two magazines. It seemed like all of them had come from there. I think more by coincidence than sort of like design, but um, basically they run a different ship. Yeah, <laughs> like there's there's probably one one specific set of eyes that has to see something before it goes out, whereas at the BBC you've got like four layers of eyes that need yeah. to see it in order for it to go out. So they run a very legal. They don't want to be. They don't want to be sort of face any charges from yeah. anyone, and, and they can't show undue prominence. That was the biggest thing that that people were, like coming to terms with, is because you can't name a supermarket. Even if you're talking about you talk about a supermarket, you can only say Tesco's once. You can't say it more. Do you know what I mean? There's just so many different things that would make it more one side than another. Yeah. So there's so this thing called Edpol editorial policy that they have to go through, who are seriously thorough. And also there was like in beds, they were like having dramas. Well, not dramas, but they were having like trouble with too many embedded sort of like tweets or 
website so you know when you have like a word highlighted that can go to another article from another website so it's like bbc3 are doing it something which is completely different to any other sort of news reporting at the bbc yeah because they wouldn't do that elsewhere and they like especially in their docs that they've got some ones about pretty pretty like troublesome areas legally yeah like they do they, yeah, 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 for sure. Like some of them are about some some shit like a uh, fake Xanax and yeah, 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 and stuff like that. So my which... guy that I was sitting next to, this guy Ben, he's like uncovered this fake Xanax, mm. although it was fake. Even though I think pe- people were pretty sure, but then he sort of like found out that all, all all of the Xanax, pretty much that anybody was picking up or buying online, was was fake. Well, it was like it like was an investigation. That, yeah. So, so they have like branded Xanax, and they have like sort of generic. Like yeah, Xanax yeah, soda. yeah. But I think everybody that gets Xanax expects that bar. Yeah, that spells yeah, yeah. Xanax. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that was really interesting. To sort of understand like timescales, how quickly they turn shit around, which they do. You know, when they do those quickies, they turn they turn them around quite quickly. But then the feature, it was interesting to learn about features because they're setting up for like two months in advance and is this is this Overeaters Anonymous one out yeah so it's out now <laughs> I do want to read that that sounds plug, so plug, interesting plug, plug. <laughs> but also what was really interesting to me is like part of the team there was a graphic designer that was just part there that sat at the same desk as them who would just do the artwork for all of the 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 articles so all different articles have its own independent uh, pictures illustrated by this one guy who's just a don, <laughs> just there all day. Just I used to want to be a graphic designer, man. This seems so fun. Yeah, it's cool, like, man. And they just have the little pen and pad, and it goes oh, straight nice. onto the onto, onto the, the screen. screen. You can get them here, you know. I didn't realize, from but the loan yeah, counter. no, I asked it. Yeah, I got it from the loan counter the other day. Started trying to do my <laughs> own drawing and stuff. Like I want to animate stuff, but. <laughs> I can't draw, bruv. What what software <laughs> do you need on your computer? To um, actually... Illustrator. So you just plug Adobe it in. Illustrator. You just plug it in and you can just use it. Oh, I'm going to do that. It's not like you have to install. You just plug it in and you just can just draw. But they only, they have limited amount and certain people use them. <laughs> Better than we would. <laughs> well, you know. But yeah, so that was cool. And then I went try. down into the, went down into the edit with, um, the editing team they were editing a program which is coming up but surely I can't say anything about it but yeah yeah it was cool going down there seeing how they work seeing how the director and the editor work together once once they're in the edit um yeah just pretty relaxed down there um and then yeah I did my own little bit for them as well so yeah nab mate yeah it was pretty pretty damn cool brought it home for Joe Squared I saw some half famous people as well I saw all of loose women I saw all all, all of the loose women oh yeah, yeah I, I saw all of them I saw Richard you know Richard and Judy Richard Maidley yeah yeah saw yeah him. I like that guy I saw next I saw uh, who I saw Riz Ahmed okay but not there he was just outside what? he was just like literally he, I think he I don't want to give away his place of residence but I think my man lived close to where I was working <laughs> Um, Are you saying you're so on the street? No, but just like like there's a BBC television studios, yeah. 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 Then it's now half flats. Okay, so I just gave it away. But 
Okay. Shout out to Riz Ahmed. Yeah, he looked cool Ahmed. as fuck. Because I, I, I even wanted to go up to him and say, bro, what are you doing? <laughs> You're pretty sick, bro. <laughs> Did you ever watch that thing the night after or something? Uh, Some American yeah. thing when he was like a cab driver's son and I don't know he he went on some madness and then got wrongly accused of something and then it's about the whole thing is he the one in Four Lions Four Lions yeah that was a good film yeah what about Lion have you seen that film yeah but that's with my man from Skins yeah that's what I was going to say <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah yeah and some chick that was on X Factor I see Oh yeah, I remember that guy from Skins. <laughs> yeah. I remember. <laughs> it's kind oh. of, <laughs> I don't know. It's, uh, now I sound like a bigoted person. <laughs> a little bit. Well, you know, honest mistakes. No, we can make. We can I get make confused mistakes. with Neil Lennon. I used to back in the day when I had short hair. That's it. Racism. Sometimes people just look alike. You know. <laughs> I mean, they do look fairly similar. See. Um, now you're in the same boat. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, so hopefully positive things will come from it. Mm. Currently looking for more work experience. Anybody listening? Yeah, we got to do 15. 15, 15 days. working days. I've done five. I need 10 more by yeah. May 10th. You get it. I know, I know. I will. Professionally, my life's going well. Outside of that, I feel, like, going well also. I, I feel like I'm falling apart, bro. All right, man. It's not that sort of podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I keep, keep my private life out of this pod. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh, God. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, yeah, yeah. Jules scared. Yeah, I also, I, so I, did, I did two hard weeks of work without getting paid for it. Uh, yeah, see, that was one thing, let me just say before. Like, I'd done, I done a job, yeah, yeah, one of these edits, and yeah. they were like, we would bring you in next week. They wanted to give me paid work the following week, but they yeah. didn't have the budget for it. And then they just, like, I could have done more work experience, but because the work I would have been doing would have been, like, I should have been getting paid for it. They were like... You're not just, like, shadowing people. You would be, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which was annoying, but also sick. <laughs> like, it was like yeah. a bittersweet pill to swallow because I was like, I need <laughs> 10 more days <laughs> I need of work experience. I really like you guys. We all get on. They were like, "Now nah, we want to pay you," and I'm like, <laughs> "I don't know what to say to this right now." But yeah, anyway, your your work experience. Yeah, I I was at an uncensored radio station, so it's on, on the interweb. So yeah, describe uh, what is it? Fubar, F U B A R, fucked up beyond all recognition. <laughs> is, what, is what that stands for in the army. Uh, I don't know if that's what I don't know if in I'm the assuming army. they know that. Yeah, it's like a you know, the army uses like. Acronyms, yeah, for what though? Like, if a situation is fucked up and everyone needs to get out of there, <laughs> Fubar, Fubar! <laughs> yeah, all right. We I apologize sort of, to our listeners, yeah. Normally, normally this a is a <laughs> normally this is like a clean podcast, but <laughs> but I've yeah, yeah so it's an uncensored radio station, it has like a, a vast litany of shows. Oh, I like that, thank you. Uh, and then so it'll range from like a celebrity showbiz reality TV show, uh, or like like about that. Like, so t- two presenters that are really interested in reality yeah, TV, yeah, and they'll yeah, just yeah, they'll yeah, discuss yeah. these things. So people just getting up to no good on Instagram. And yeah, like, Daily like Mail. apparently David Beckham was <laughs> was uh, looking at some cheerleaders' bum, and they discussed that for like ten minutes. For ten minutes. Mm. 
And then, but and and then, so they do it for the first fifteen minutes. Then, every fifteen minutes after that, until the hour's up, they bring in a guest. So every the, fifteen minutes, yeah. Rah, so they, it's running. quick turnaround. Yeah, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> yeah, like, but, it's the, no, but I like bit, that. This is the uh, like if it, it fits that sort of show because the All people that long. are coming on, people aren't trying to hear them for for too long. Yeah. So okay. uh, yeah, so the the first guest. <laughs> like that, uh, I saw some some C list celebs. Uh, Z, don't <laughs> yeah. say C to me, bro. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. No, I'll I'll give him an E. I'll give him an E. Okay. Because people like so I saw the Bachelor, this, this <laughs> oh, yeah. massive six foot six <laughs> man, and he's a personal trainer. Oh, dude, tell me that. Are we allowed to? Yeah, of course, bro. And um, so he was getting interviewed, <laughs> and he talked about the fact that uh, or, or one of the interviewers asked him. Uh, if if he gets to spend the night with these girls, because like basically fifteen girls come in to <laughs> to to stay in a house, <laughs> and he comes in and takes them out on dates, and then he ends up with one of them. Yeah, and one of the presenters asked him if he gets to spend the night with them, and he was like, "No, no." Uh, in America, they have that sort of thing where it's like a try before you buy, <laughs> which I mean. You know, maybe that's that's sort of locker room talk, <laughs> but you don't want to be saying that. Uh, yeah, like, locker room. Like, like a week before your program's about to air. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, then so the I one. was in the I was in the gallery working the cameras, and the PR, <laughs> the PR was like was next to me, just going. Oh. <laughs> no way, like honestly, like <laughs> honestly, hand, like hand to head, just like one of those ones, but oh, because obviously. Like I'll even allude to people being PR the shit out of. Yeah. But I've never had any first hand experience. <laughs> it was funny. It. It was but funny. I'll compliment like I'll always comment on it, but I don't really know if that's happening. But it's nice. It's funny. And it actually <laughs> it actually does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um and then I, I saw like a few other people that I didn't know but uh like other people knew. Like people from shows like Shipwrecked. Oh yeah, I don't know. Uh just sounds like the dumbest show of all time but oh my god no it was on the tele- like I'll watch trash as well Joe you know me bro yeah. I'll, watch, I'll watch trash it was too trashy mm. I can I tell you I watched five minutes of that and it was just some girl arriving on a boat like woo and then and then they, they cut to the interview of her she's like I'm from a council estate and then I was like I don't want to see this. It's going to be a bunch of fucking people on an island arguing. No, but that was it. No, just... but that's, no, but that's why I hated it so much is because usually there's some level of mundanity, which I quite yeah. like. Like, just, <laughs> see, just I like dumb the drama, people, but... Dumb people doing dumb shit. Sort of, sort of there's some type of conflict or whatever. It, it sort of, see, it, sometimes it's malicious, sometimes it's quite funny, mm. and other times they're just doing some dumb shit that's for the television program. I'm talking mainly about Towie, and Made in Chelsea, yeah, I'll watch those all day long. Just because I kind of like TV that isn't anything, yeah? I like that. Yeah. But anyway, the shipwreck, it seemed like they were, it, it seemed like 14-year-olds, you know, like yeah. malicious arguments, like cussing people really harshly. But I was just like, bro, nah. shut up yeah. and move from my yeah. screen. Yeah, and I, I mean, I was, I was just uh, like, researching guests that will come on yeah that, and then like giving talking points to the presenters mm. and like, like at times they they wouldn't they wouldn't use it like they would have done their own research but then because I, I like i didn't even know that that 
that that happened on shows. I I assume that a lot of it was the presenters' work, and like that like, they they would do their own <laughs> their own research on someone. Well, I mean, to, yeah, I think to an extent, maybe. But like, but I was like, in a way, I was I was a little bit like, why are you there? You're just you're just benefiting off of my research. Whoa. <laughs> no, no, but no, not like Whoa. that. But I was just saying, like, like if you're if you're gonna be if you're gonna present a show, yeah, yeah, surely you want to know. Do some, do some work into knowing about who's gonna come on. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe not. Yeah, but I feel like maybe so. And then, uh, but then, like, it, 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 like the busy people. These people a lot of the presenters, yeah, it, it, like, like you could tell that that they were they were clued up. Like that, the the Femi guy who's like a oh yeah well-known Remainer protester. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He, like he had the, the the show that I found the most interesting. He he had a uh, three three sort of defense experts. Okay. Or like like like, but all with uh, different different like different views on a uh, on defense. Like they started talking about Tommy Robinson. Okay. About Shamima Begum. Yeah. And it was just it was like a informed argument. Like it got heated at times. Yeah, well, I like but, that. but it was all like everyone had a point and everyone knew what they were talking about. Yeah, and then the the, the, uh, on, bro. the main event I had some celeriac and Stilton soup for lunch. <laughs> it was nice. It was actually really nice. Um, yeah, the main event was Rose McGowan came in for for the LGBTQIA plus show. Is she part of that community? No. Yeah, yeah, she's going out with a, a non-binary model. Oh, good rain dove. No, shout out to Rain. Yeah, she, uh, Rose. Yeah, like I, I was a bit nervous. Like I was researching. Like, damn man, this is, this is, this is a big celeb actually. Oh, I thought that, but not a lot of people know. Yeah, yeah, but she's massive. If you, if you've been watching any type of news, know, know her. Yeah, because her career got stunted by, Noah, by what's it called, Harvey? Harvey. Yeah, she was in a Tarantino film, you know. Not not the best one. Which one? It's called like Death Proof. Oh, I love that film. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I love that film. All right then. Uh, anyway. In the cars with Kurt Russell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a film, bruv. All right, cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, she came in and, and like I I didn't I didn't know what to expect when I was gonna meet her. Yeah. And then like so, I had to go down to to the elevator. Yeah, and she came out just in some crazy like jumpsuit, sick, with like shaved hair, blonde. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just on the back of the jumpsuit, he said "Brave." Yeah, which is the title of her book. <laughs> he was Plug. promotion. Yeah, I was surprised she didn't have it at the back of her head as well. <laughs> Saved him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, and we we're just chatting like about things. She was like, "Yeah, what's the, so? What's the vibe here at Food Bar?" I was like, "You know, it's, it's uncensored, so feel free to to voice your opinions." Yeah. Um. I'm just chatting about like my degree and stuff, and I was like, "Hey, what a nice person!" But then, solid, and but she 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 got all of my uh, stuff correct, all because I had to research, I had to do a segment where it's, I had to take audio from horror films, yeah, that could be from porn, yeah, and audio from porn that could be from a horror film, yeah. Played a game called Porn or Not Porn. <laughs> she she smashed it. She got five out of five. So God bless her. Amazing. She knows her porn from her horror. <laughs> Which I mean, go on, Rose. Yeah, I don't know what tells us anything about her, but uh, she knows her things. She got a trained ear. Yeah, uh, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
Cool. So that's the placement covered. So that's the placement covered. And this week we're sort of going to look back at things that happened whilst we were away. So this is more just a catch up yeah. podcast. Usually nowadays we come in with quite comprehensive notes research on, on a topic informed. each. Yeah, no, but it is. And it, things that we've looked at or, or have something to say about. These things that I feel like... Um, the stuff that have been in the news, definitely. One of them being the first one I'm going to talk about, which was a court case um, that we sort of had like direct experience with because we were there at at this case. Um, sort of relatively early on. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to put the aircon on. What, are you getting a bit hot? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. He just distracted me whilst I'm going for my thing. So yeah, no, but we went there um, for for our course because obviously court reporting is like a really important part of democracy. Really, to be honest, so the public can uh, can like know. Yeah, because in order in order for justice to be done, it has to be seen to be done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what Brian told us. Yeah, somebody else has said. (laughs) Yeah, but um, so yeah, we were. uh, I'll be careful with the language I use. Not fortunate, but like it was, it was a. It was, it was kind of fortunate that that we were there on that day because it helped us. Like so, before but before going to the trial. Yeah. I I I just happened to because this is like an area that I find quite interesting, like drug drug and drug policy. Yeah. And then I clicked on the article on the Guardian, yeah, and it just happened like like literally on the morning that we were going to court, it just said Winchester Crown Court, uh, like like yeah. heard at Winchester Crown Court is always somewhere or whatever court, yeah, uh, somewhere in the article, and then reading reading the article, I had an impression one way of the, of this guy Sion, who is accused of manslaughter and supplying of a Class A drug, now now been charged with it. Yeah, yeah, and so he's Sion since been Bro- found guilty. Broughton. Bro- Broughton? Broughton? Broughton. Yeah, yeah. Broughton? Broughton. Broughton. Hmm. Who knows? One of them. But yeah, uh, some, uh, sometimes known as C on RPG. Yeah, yeah, so he's a rapper also. Yeah. Uh, a fairly good one. Yeah, I quite so like the song. song. Skepta. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. It's pretty good. Yeah, so so like I had I had an impression one way just from reading the article. And when we actually went into the court... Mm. And they showed 50 minutes of footage of... That's 5 oh, that's 50 minutes, yeah. 10 shy of yeah. an hour. It was intense. Yeah, yeah. And I, I sat through the whole thing. I was hoping that it was 15. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. So I left after 20. I had to go and do something. But So yeah, we went, we went to this court case. And then from what we saw and from conversations that we had outside with people that had been there, it seemed as though that as much as maybe so the court case basically is going off that Sion didn't go through necessary measures or enough didn't do enough for this girl his girlfriend who died from the drug they both took which is 2CP which is like an acid equivalent I'd say yeah it's, apparently it's acid and and MDMA but it's like like a synthetic combination of yeah the two. so it 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 can get really bad and basically this girl died died from this trip um 
yeah, directly. It was a direct. And apparently, she's the first person, first person, <laughs> first to, person to have ever died from two CP. And um, so yeah, as you say, you had one idea of it because in the in the news reports, it seemed very much like he he was really consciously. Like, not yeah, and quite sadistic. Yeah, <laughs> like like sadistic. Yeah, yeah. It definitely painted that picture for me, especially even reading afterwards. It it definitely felt like what we were gonna see was a man who had no sort of attachment to this girl and yeah. sort of just allowed this girl to die. Yeah. But what we saw and what I saw and from conversations that we had were that this was a guy who was trying to keep his girlfriend calm, for one. And if you're a drug user or have used any drugs like that in the past, then you need somebody who's calm <laughs> to yeah. sort of look after you and not hype up a situation. Because certain people can trip out and get sort of like hyperactive or irritated or, you know, just sort of panic a little bit. And it seemed as though that is what was happening to Luella. But from what we saw or from what I saw in that... um video was was a person who was trying to calm somebody yeah. down who was blatantly off the nut she was <laughs> absolutely yeah man just tripping tripping and it, it, what was a highlight for both of us watching it was the repetition and yeah. I, i've been i think i can say that i've been in places where i get mash up like or done i think too much ecstasy or something and it's just a re- recurrence of thought <laughs> like a recurrence of of things that are really good and it just it that is it for a few hours just because you're in it and it seemed as though that was happening on a heightened scale may i add to anything yeah, that she i've was experienced some she was saying like this is the best trip ever and she was saying i want to call my mum yeah she was saying that she's going to make a million pounds off this video like she wants everyone yeah. to see this and she, trip she kept saying make sure you're filming me yeah, see that again. Make sure you're filming me she, she, constantly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Make sure you're filming this due to the fact that she thought she was having a trip unlike to anybody yeah. else's, um, which t- t- probably was fairly true. I mean, she was tripping out. But so then I saw that and I saw a guy who's with his girlfriend who's calming her down, who's blatantly just with somebody who's off the nut. But, but, also, but he's also... He is also, also inebriated. Yeah, yeah. He's mashed up on his TCP, yeah. other things, coke, whatever. Was he? Yeah, I think so. Uh, well, I read Coke. Maybe that was at yeah. another festival, but he'd been doing drugs and she'd been doing MDMA and ketamine previously this weekend. Mm. So there's a cocktail of drugs going on around here. And from what it seems, it seems like it's just an unfortunate yeah. run of events. As because, a, well, well, oh, yeah, look, let me so bring it up. So there somebody, was a quote yes. from a friend of hers. And, and a friend of his. Yeah, like yeah. Mutual... So Luella's friend, a friend of Luella's told the Times. So this is uh, in... Luella's the the girl who died. Yeah, yeah. So a friend of Luella's told the Times they had some sympathy for Sion. That could be uh, that could been me or any of my friends, he said. People say he watched her lying on the floor, looking as if she was dying. But every time I go to a festival, I see at least one of my friends lying on the floor looking like they're dying. You don't really acknowledge it as a life or death situation. Everyone is doing that. It's just festival antics. Sion is being portrayed as some kind of drug-dealing gangster rapper, but he's a very nice, honest guy. 
He wasn't a drug dealer. He was literally unlucky. And that is how I felt after seeing it. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Like that summed it up and that brought back after looking at these things. I remember feeling exactly like that. It was <laughs> extremely unfortunate. Yeah. Potentially from the way it has been written about, it's only because we know she's dead that he could have done more. Yeah. But for other people that as this guy points out happens regularly uh, and then they just they just, just wake up and up. dust themselves off and <laughs> embarrassment a glass of water maybe some Fanta <laughs> you know yeah get your, or maybe some Ducazade get your electrolytes back up but yeah and but uh, there are obviously there is an element of blame all day long because uh, at the time he was he was on <coughs> He was he's on yeah, a suspended yeah. sentence for yeah. carrying a knife, but it wasn't it wasn't revealed why he was on a suspended sentence until after the case. Okay, because that might yeah, uh, yeah influence. Yeah. Unless you bring it up, you can't talk about previous cases. Yeah. yeah. But what became apparent to me in all of the articles that I read was that he he bla- that that was the obvious reason that he hadn't done it. Like, yeah. that's how they were portraying it but that is only how the defense lawyer or not the defense the prosecution had been portraying it yeah so the way that it was being reported was as if that was fact which well, made how it that... made how did an element to it mm. yeah but it's never as if he well it, there was the text messages actually where it said i can't get bagged yeah so so the 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 allegation that w- was that he didn't get help Due to because the fact, due to the fact, he had a suspended sentence, and he thought he might get nicked yeah. for something. Yeah. So, which which I mean does that if true, does show an element of selfishness. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, it's just it's very difficult because obviously she did die, but you feel like in a hundred, two hundred, thousands, thousands of other yeah. cases. There's been people tripping like that and they woke up the next day and it seemed as though he was acting quite responsibly for somebody who was also off there now yeah. trying to calm somebody down or keep them just on a level kill and not over-hyping the antics. But, I mean, he, he has been charged now and I think definitely by the way it was reported in, in particular ways that there wasn't that but- that tone of empathy... Yeah. You know, there w- there was never an empathetic. Not that there needs to be, specifically, but the way the facts were relayed because they were factual. I'm not saying that these articles weren't factual. It's just the way they chose to put their facts together. They didn't really highlight highlight a quote like that. Say, yeah, <laughs> in earlier articles, like this could happen to anyone. There wasn't another expert, like another raver raving expert that have been to a million yeah. festivals come down and say look this happens every time i'm at a festival you know there wasn't that element to it yeah and he didn't give it evidence either no which yeah, I he, thought yeah was, he chose not to i think strange but, but it's a very intimidating thing i think to give evidence yeah but you I mean, think surely you'd have to it's your last take matters into you into your own hands if you're though. facing yeah. like a long time in jail i think i think it's down to you to sort of yeah. Protest your innocence. Yeah. Damn. 
this chair's creaking. <laughs> it's really annoying me. <laughs> but yeah, so so that was one thing that and happened. Yeah, well, while we were there, which is interesting, the so the uh, wait, can we, it wasn't in open court, but now the case is over. Oh. <laughs> you know the 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 judge telling uh actually no 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 sorry it was it was it was sorry um so one of the the barristers the defense yeah 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 was uh was concerned about the way it was being reported certain terms like cocktail of drugs was used yeah yeah and yeah, then yeah. so the judge warned the jury not to read reports which I I didn't know that that was a thing. Apparently, apparently yeah, it's not yeah. always according to to be right, but but like what like, to not read? Yeah, like what? Because sh- surely, is... surely the press the press report was was said in court. Yeah, yeah, know? but it, it but it then again, the spin. no, but I think that's it again. What I was just trying to say then, it's like yeah. it can influence. It's a massive influencer. Yeah in the way they choose to portray the story and i think 100% simple and you saw one of the one of the guys who came in <coughs> as a witness blatantly had some prejudice there the first geezer the one that got the saying, one that got cross examined yeah he was like nah he was a nasty fellow he was he was this, he was that like, <laughs> luella no but he was like luella was an angelic type thing yeah. She 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 didn't she was very chatty. She she was this, she was that. And then the girl that came in sort of one after like the just, next, he just fancied this yeah, chick. He, and, and then he was resentful and maybe. Yeah, Sion was just like me, yeah. standing there <laughs> not doing anything. <laughs> not, and then the girl that bubbly. came up, yeah, the girl that yeah, yeah, yeah. He was <laughs> accusing this guy of not like I'm trying to be friends with him. <laughs> just make me a toasty. <laughs> Bro, you're here to make a toasty. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? So he was like, and he it was slightly pissing me off, but I'm glad he got cross-examined more so than any yeah. of those other witnesses. But then the girl that came in, the younger girl, she was like, no, he seemed nice. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I trusted her a lot more just because he seemed like, he seemed like he was trapped in that whole Twitter. He spoke about social media a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I think he wasn't, I think it was a good thing to have in there for the defense not for the prosecution <laughs> he thought he was doing good for the prosecution but then he's like spoke about how he got involved in the twitter whirlwind and like heard about it all yeah through social media yeah man i think that guy's a punk shout out to that guy <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe that's our 24th list <laughs> god damn it oh god <laughs> um so yeah yeah uh I think, yeah, it was just something we wanted to talk Inter- about. Yeah, and he is, so he's appealing it. Yeah. Now, him and, him and his barista. But yeah, I think it was just, I think it was interesting for me, especially just due to the fact, seeing something like that. Seeing I mean, seeing the way it's portrayed in real yeah. life, like in reality, and then coming out and reading about it, and not it not sitting well with you. Like, it's like a complete yeah. contrast in how you feel about the case and then how it's being portrayed and, in the media. I mean, even now, it's like, I'll like I'll I'll read, like, I'll read I'll read an article on it. Like the the last one, the last ones that came out was when he announced the fifth that it was going to appeal. Yeah, yeah, yeah on the yeah. fifth. And like reading back on the facts, then, like the the BBC to be like 
to be fair to them, their their one just seems it seems more did it did it did it yeah did it. more just yeah. just factual, uh, and like I I I just feel conflicted on it on the on I the do. conviction I do because the fact that like the fact that you said <laughs> like I'm I'm like I don't want to get bagged yeah yeah, said, yeah 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 it shows like that 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 is in a way proof that he did he didn't want to take take the action of getting help because yeah. he was conscious that he had that suspended sentence exactly which which does is, show guilt to something yeah whether it's manslaughter but see it, I, like i feel like like negligence or gross negligence yeah that's but, like that's what manslaughter is but the manslaughter results death. in death mm. so i mean potentially Potentially, yeah. it's a correct, it's a correct thing, but also at the same time, it's very difficult. It's just a real, it's a horror show of a situation. One hundred percent. Like, like, the, like to put yourself in the shoes yeah. of anybody in that situation, yeah. it's just disgusting. And uh, actually, <laughs> we've got a clip of a uh, Sion's friend. Oh yeah, Milkavelli. We didn't allude to this at <laughs> all. I mean, we can <laughs> we just play it. Got, yeah, we we'll play, play it. it. We'll just play so, it. So. So Milcavelli is uh he was on the same record label or runs the yeah. record label that Leg on Life. Leg on Life. It's like a s <laughs> apparently they're known for skating. Okay. Allegedly. They'd like my chords. <laughs> Anyone that disagrees with what I just said, unfollow me now. Block me, do whatever the f you want. That boy was is about to be sent to jail for losing his girl when he did everything possible to try and help. Strong words right there. Strong words and I understand. Imagine that's your friend. Though. That's your pal. That's, a, yeah. that's your pal. Two of your pals probably. You knew the other girl. Yeah. You yeah, knew yeah, the yeah. So, yeah, it's very. It's a difficult situation, especially in a group of people who take lots of drugs. I think mm. they do. I mean, they openly take a lot of drugs. Probably. And I mean, something like this is bound to happen. But it's just unfortunate the way it's turned into... Not just the case of a girl who who experimented too too much and died. It's actually impacted. It's impacted him because he loved her as well. Yeah, he loved this girl. He was going out of her, and he lost his girl. Yeah, Do you it's know like what I mean? a, like her dad who was on Holby City. Yeah, and Taggart, I think. Um, John Mitchie. Yeah, he like he's like they did a little press conference thing outside the court. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after like, after the, the yeah, sentence, yeah, yeah. he said, and he said, like, uh, our life sentences yeah. started the day the day she died, and and his one, and he'll yeah. serve a life sentence now. For, yeah, for, for regret, for not or doing something. enough. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, all all of these things are 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 valid and and true to everybody on both sides of the, because it's affected a lot of people. But I think I think maybe why it's hit hit a chord is because I don't know it's quite close to home not close to home but I know people that could have yeah. done done things like that it's just it's murky because I've known situations like that and it's just for it to be in court and then reported and then him to go to jail for it it's it's, it's a yeah it's just close to home I think and yeah unfortunately I, I think unfortunately yeah he went to jail for it I've never taken drugs, but yeah, <laughs> I've taken I've taken a fair share enough for you. I smoked half a cigarette once. <laughs> <laughs> it's just not.
because my mum doesn't listen to it. So, so. <laughs> I love you, mum. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, we also, whilst we're gone, this whole Michael Jackson thing has come up again. And I mean, from day, yeah, let me just get this in. From day, there was like a Martin Bashir or somebody. There was a, like maybe a Trevor McDonald something on a Neverland when he was still alive years ago. Yeah. And the kids were saying that he slept in the same bed as kids. Come on, let's That's just not be... illegal, though. Yeah, I know. It's not illegal. Let's be real about it. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah? Why are people, like, fucking openly saying that these people are doing it for money? I've watched this documentary. How on earth, I think, anyway, could you well, not... The, the, the two... The two so the, these two guys... used to be kids. They were young. They, yeah. They, yeah, everyone used to be kids. They were, what, seven? So, so, yeah, they were seven, and I think even one when he met was, like, five. But, yeah, the sexual relations started when they were seven, yeah. at, at the allegations. And they were some horrific allegations, like, like playing, like, he, this guy Wade said, having think about having a grown man's penis inside oh. a seven-year-old's mouth. He was talking about that about himself, yeah? These are degrading things that these people are coming up with, yeah? Like, I... I... I couldn't... Put, they'd have to be serious sociopaths in my, or even psychopaths to fucking make this shit up. Go through a documentary. Go through all of this for money. Like, I find that fucked, yeah? yeah? Certain people could. Like, I'm not disputing that. Like, certain people can make up things for money. But, when I watched that, I wholeheartedly agreed with these people. Well, agreed, believed these people. Yeah. Because I think it would be insane to make these things up just for money. And people, people, I don't know, people put too much gravity or brevity on the, like, the impact of money on this scenario because that's the only that's the only defense that sounds like it's coming from anybody who's like who's trying to like the, they're like the, they're trying to take millions. The, pe- the people that went on a, a march to uh to protest against the airing of the documentary honestly i can't believe it <laughs> i find that mad <laughs> but yeah no i agree with uh so there there was this another thing by the tab they did a good job of getting some like tweets back um and Louis Theroux's one, this is what sort of set it off for me because I, I read it before I watched it. He said, if you can't see that Michael Jackson was a paedophile after watching Dan Reed's film, you're being willfully blind. Mm. And if you're campaigning against it, you are actively colluding in the silencing of victims. Dude. So right, in my eyes. Shout out LT. Yeah, because I, I think that's that's accurate. Because how are you supposed to believe anybody anyway when they come up with things like this? And especially how similar the, the what is it, the grooming of these kids was. Like, he got the family on board, he'd take them anywhere. And then they'd be in hotel rooms and then they'd grow up a little bit. And then the parents would just be away and he'd just be with the how, kids. How as a kids parent? For five days. Five how do you days, let that happen? Five days. The kids came over from are. Australia. Yeah with the family and the family was supposed to go to like the Rocky Mountains or some shit. They were going to visit some place and Wade didn't want to go. Yeah. Mm. So they all left and left him in Michael's possession basically because that's what it is. That was, he only wanted them for one fucking thing. 
Oh, mate. Nah. <laughs> I mean, do you know what I mean? But no, I, but no, but also I read in I read in Sunday Times the magazine yeah. like, ahead of ahead of documentary being aired. Mm. The the kids didn't get they're not, they're not kids. The yeah. the two grown men that, that used to be kids who were allegedly victimized by. Yeah. Like Jacko. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't get paid for their contributions to the doc. Not to the doc, but they're in a civil case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Against yeah. the Jackson yeah. thing. Um, but was that case filed before the doc? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that that part of it. Um, but if they were molested by Michael Jackson for that long, are they not entitled to have a civil case against it? I don't know. Sure. Sure, <laughs> all day long. Do you know what I mean? I just don't get it. I don't get people not believing it. I don't understand because I watched it and it's such a comprehensive, like detailed account from two people about them coming out. And sexual abuse is not just about the act of sexual abuse. It's about how he groomed them. In they loved him, you know, mm. and that was repeated constantly. The the kids loved them. The kids loved him, and he loved the kids. Like I'm not I'm not doubting that he had this like weird infatuation with them, but it didn't seem abusive in the way where it was like forced upon them. Only when they got older was he trying to uh, penetrate them like anally. Only when they <laughs> no, mean... but when they reached a certain age, when they were like 14 or like 13, when they became more grown. Was he trying to have sex with them in that way? But all the other times, with the two same kids and with the same people, I think, that went to court, it was all described exactly the same. It would start with, like, lips in and masturbating each other and orally. And he liked to masturbate whilst they were on their knees spreading their... their No! But they both said Ah. it. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get how somebody could, like, dispute this... This documentary, well, they, they could have conferred if they, if you were. I gonna, get it, I get it, but it's just like if they you were going to sort of. Uh, this is also split someone. up a whole family, like all the whole family blames this mum. Like they can't be with the around the mum. They all hate the mum. She was in the documentary because they believe. If the family believes it, like all of the family, yeah, oh, I don't know. Like do they all I, have to be colluding? They're, they're blaming the mum for not. <laughs> for, the fact for being a fucking got, idiot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, <it's, laughs> they were fame hungry. That's he, unfortunate. No, but he but she, she's got a certain amount of uh, all day long of liability. She honey trapped. No, but he honey trapped the mums because they both, but in both of these cases, also the dads just got excommunicated. <laughs> so one family was in Australia. They moved to LA because of Michael Jackson. And the dad stayed there, ended up committing suicide because of the whole drama. Do you know what I mean? Like, how how is this not true? I don't know. But anyway, there's lots of people saying that it isn't And there's true. no way to prove it as well. Like. There, no, but there is. I don't think there is a way to prove it except for believing yeah. these people coming out. Like, I, I think it... I think that it, it's plausible that you would defend somebody I think that's plausible yeah that you would defend somebody who in your eyes is somebody that loved you that helped you helped you with all these things and like weirdly sexually abused you as well but I don't know they they did I think both of them did 
testify in his defense yeah at the at the court case and that that's like a major point for a lot of people Pierce Morgan as well was saying that like look why were they so um convincing in their accounts and i think it's possible because you're just so so you're messed up so mentally sort of mentally but also you're so just like willing for that person not to go to jail also because they said that they were in their 20s at that point uh i think in the second one or i think there was two i think one got paid off 24 million one one family like when the first case that got brought in got 24 million 24 mil damn that's a and they, sizable chunk yeah before before it got to like legal proceedings they they settled it and then the second one so they gave evidence in that and then they gave evidence in a in the next one and were, were like convincingly like good witnesses so yeah i mean all i'm saying is that I, I don't see how how it couldn't be believed but then there's arguments that that people that they're doing it for money um all right, here's the here's the million dollar question. Go for it. Would you still listen to Michael Jackson? I think so. You would. Yeah, because I heard something about this last week on the Beyond Today podcast. Yeah, and like this guy was like, I watched this and I just can't listen to it anymore. I think, I think, yeah. I mean, I I haven't seen the documentary. No, but, but it does to... obviously. No, but every time I hear a Michael Jackson song now or see anything you to do think... with him. You're like fuck. You are automatically dirty, <laughs> dirty man. And like, <laughs> yeah, bro. And the thing no, he's talking, the thing no he doubt. sings about. There's like, no doubt. I'm bad. You know, smooth <laughs> criminal. Yeah, it's peak. I mean, what was he talking about? Yeah, literally. <laughs> what was he talking about? <laughs> yeah, what else would he have been doing? He weren't. It wasn't like a a, a gun. Hey, who's Diana? Dirty. <laughs> That's not funny, but it is. <laughs> but um, was that yeah. about? That wasn't about Princess Di, was it? Couldn't have been. You can't be singing about. No nah, man. You can't call a princess day. But yeah, it's all it's all it's all a bit of a shit show, and I think it'll blow over at some point because this is this is it's not it's not our business. And it, that like realistically, how does it? How can this culminate in any way that's like satisfying? For because because it can't be proved. I mean, I hope these guys. I hope these guys so, get, yeah, so get some reparations for what they've been through. I think so. But, no, but I mean, I don't think there's any dispute in that he had a weird infatuation with young kids. No, definitely especially not. Especially young boys who slept in his bed. I but mean, there's got to be more out there, no? Yeah, no, but that's what that's what they're saying. They're saying hopefully through through our thing, people can now step up and like Jimmy Savile it, you know, when just everybody or Cosby it, yeah, just everybody starts like yeah. a snowball effect, yeah, because it never happened previously though. See, this is why, but we're in a different environment now. We're we're we're, we're in a post Me Too. Mm. We're in a post Jimmy Savile world where people like like they feel reaffirmed or they feel i don't know maybe more secure or more more security in in speaking up about about these things nowadays because mm. there's more support there and there's more believers of victims 
you know, so you are going to get people that lie, no doubt. You're going to get people that lie to to make money. People accusing the Cristiano Ronaldo, like one to be completely false, and and we're not to know. But I think I think we have to trust everybody that comes out with something like that because if they are, like, I'm not saying if, but I'm just saying when somebody's saying something like that and it has happened to them, we have to hear it. You know. Yeah, but it's but, got it's got to be. Like you can't you can't take everything at face value. No, you can't. You can't. Because even can't. if there is that that one percent chance of, of it, yeah, there's being, there's a chance. Yeah. Well, then yeah. then like then how, how would you feel? Things... How do you feel if you're on the receiving end of that? Yeah, yeah, awful. Where someone's just being taken at face value, but you know it's not true. Yeah, yeah, awful. And then your whole reputation is tarnished. Yeah, yeah, yeah financially yeah. up the wazoo. Yeah, you know, it's uh. It's difficult, but yeah, I mean, his, his, yeah, but we can, we can find other people, you know what I mean? Like, people go on about, oh, Michael this, Michael that, there's going to be somebody else that's as sick. Yeah. Maybe not able to galvanise as much of an audience because of the way that our music industries are, it's just a lot more eclectic, like, choice, whereas even only 20, 30 years ago, there was just like, there was just big, big pop stars, you know? Nobody really gets close to that anymore. <laughs> like there won't be anybody as big as Michael Jackson again. I don't think. What about but, Biebs? Yeah, he was big. He was big. He was big. I don't know what he's doing now. He's married. What's Hayley, Hayley Baldwin. Baldwin or Haley Bieber? No, yeah, Haley Bieber. Uh, I've heard their marriage is on the rocks though. Yeah, no, I heard they just like fucking <laughs> like it was like the most random set of sequence of events that like got them into. <laughs> they like met at church and they met at church. They met at church one time and then like didn't see them for time and then just bumped into each other at church again or something like that and just don't say this for for truth but I'm not. There's there's, <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely bits of like church involved. Them not like having sex before they get married. Right. And then getting married. That's real- what I believe in as well. <laughs> and then getting uh, getting married probably due to the fact that they hadn't beat in two months. Is she just super religious? I think they both are. But I th- Biebs. Yeah, no, but he's the like Biebs. born again, bro. bro he's PR, born again, bro. PR right there. I think obviously it's fucking <laughs> PR, bro. Did you, you know, this is such old news. <laughs> You know the Jonas Brothers? Yeah. Back in the day, like when they first came out, they all wore promise rings and they never had sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was their set. That was their USP, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> well, they're back now. But the, one of them's gone out of the girl from uh, Game of Thrones, which you don't watch. No, I don't. Like Sansa from Game of Thrones. But the thing is, shall I tell you what? Like, also, I think about these things, you know, like, oh, you must watch this shit. I was like, I'll watch it in my own time. It's not going anywhere. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to watch Game of Thrones. I don't need to be with all no, these. No, you're not. <laughs> I don't think you are. I think I will. But even with like certain films, you know, that come out, like certain films that have come out this year, like Moonlight, I so badly want to see it, but I know it just hasn't been the right time yet. You haven't seen Moonlight? Nah, man. Whoa! <laughs> you went to make me watch it that time and the, the, the stream kept on bussing. Oh, it's such a good film. Yeah, I know. It looks sick. No, no, no. It's on my neck, sort of like, I'm definitely, I'm ready to watch it now. Whereas I wasn't ready. You know, sometimes you're just not ready to watch. Yeah. Even though you know it's amazing, you're just not ready to watch it. Like 12 Years a Slave as well. I always give that as a thing. 
Just because it's like it seems you haven't seen it. It's well dark, man. I like but that guy also that Ant- is it Anthony McQueen? Steve Steve McQueen. Yeah, I mean, what a don! Tremendous. Went to Ealing College. Yeah, where I went. London boy. Woo! All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, what we have both watched. Mm. Um, Ricky Gervais's uh, Afterlife, <laughs> which uh, has got mixed press. Yeah, I I didn't think that it would have such uh, I divided, didn't. but some of them really scathing reviews. People hate that man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought it was a, the nation's sweetheart. <laughs> I fucking love that dude. No, but I've always liked him. I listened to his like initial. So he had a radio show with uh, Stephen Merchant and Carl Pilkington. Yeah. Before they did the podcast, and I listened to the podcast because my friend Hugo listened to them. And honestly, <laughs> I loved it so much, so much. And then he couldn't do anything wrong. But I do struggle to watch extras in the office because, as I tell you, like I get cringed out by things, and they are so awkward to me. <laughs> that, you know, when you're like watching it between your fingers and shit. Really? Just because it's like it's like, oh my god, this just can't be happening situations. to this man. Like he's put himself <laughs> in an awful situation, <laughs> but like more awful than the normal awful of television. It's like it's written so well that it really like it, get, it gets to me. It's like worse than a horror. Horrors don't get to me anymore. Whereas that I can't watch because I put myself in the man's shoes and I'm like no fucking way <laughs> oh man something like what you would do <laughs> right, that's why you need to watch stuff like the uh, shipwrecked and yeah exactly because it's like I'm far away from you lot I don't make those mistakes <laughs> but there's stuff in the office I yeah, can really yeah, see myself yeah, going really down that road say something really dumb <laughs> You know, just like, that's more my alley. <laughs> I think I might watch, that might be a point, you know. I might watch that shit because it made myself feel better about my life. <laughs> oh, God. It was, yeah, it's like, I might not have as much money as you, but I've got a lot more brain cells than all of you. Yeah, yeah, so we watched Afterlife. Um, having not, I don't know if this was the case for you, having not, um, read anything about it before? No, I saw one headline about the fact that he does heroin in the show. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, like I, I've never been inclined to watch anything by Ricky Gervais. I haven't watched a- anything yeah, yeah, that he's yeah, done, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I saw that, and, uh, and then just saying how it's really dark. Yeah, I thought I'll give that a go, <laughs> and it was amazing. Yeah, I loved it. Like I watched it all in one sitting. Yeah, same. I thought it was so good, man. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was so good. It wasn't what I expected, even though I, even though I read it was dark, like dark comedy. I mean, it, was it though? There were like no, but it, it wasn't. It wasn't presented as being that dark. But the thing, the topic matter. Yeah, yeah, was obviously, very dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like <laughs> I mean, so so it starts. Uh, so his his wife has died, uh, but before the series starts, and he's watching a video. On yeah, a laptop it in bed. With her video, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just her, like, like uh, it, it, if you're watching this, I'm gone. Yeah. And this is like a guide to life without me. Yeah. And then that already. That had that's, me, man. That's the saddest thing, maybe, of all time. <laughs> definitely, <laughs> uh, definitely. But she, the, I don't know. It was just, it was treated with a lot of care. I don't know what, like, 
Like, are people, people finding it distasteful? Yeah, like, man. Like I think, I think it's from a predisposed disliking of Ricky Gervais to not like his things. Yeah. So it, where where was it that I had put it in there? Have you got the document up? Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, scathing, scathing. God, do you want to read it? So. Here are five things that happened during the first episode of the new Ricky Gervais Netflix series. Uh, he calls a stranger a fat, hairy, nosy cocksucker. He calls a child a tubby little ginger cunt. Sorry, mum. He calls his colleague fat boy. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> yeah, that guy likes it. He was a fat boy. In a video recorded before her death, his wife calls him a fat, lazy, self-pitying lump. What's wrong with that? And his wife, his wife uh, calls him a fat twat as well. Yeah. Uh, it's a punishing, wearying thing to sit through. It's not funny, it's not clever. By the end of the first episode, you'll reach the conclusion that afterlife, which may well be no thanks. Oh, they're saying that the conclusion will be no thanks. No! This guy's wrong, man. This guy it's was hilarious. so wrong. But the thing is, is that why can't you just watch something and it's a show? And yeah. And it's not, it's not like a guide to live by. You don't have to, you don't have to implement these things into your life. It's just a show. And you watch yeah. it, and then you move on. Yeah, and you know maybe you talk about it on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for me, I thought, I thought he treated things with like a like a lightness. Yeah. So obviously, it's like oafish language. But yeah. Ricky Gervais is like a two-time like he's got like two degrees. Like this guy is seriously smart. I think he understands that the language he's using is is baser. Yeah. Yeah. But. He acts quite well in it. Yeah, you it's know, su- there's like parts where it's super subtle acting, where like, like uh, his colleague is pleading with him to like just be happy. Oh my god! Don't and he's say it and again. he's Honestly, answering. It makes me well and up. he's answering and, but he's not like he's not tearing up essentially. But there's just a glisten to he's his like, eyes. Don't cry. And she's a, like, yeah. I just want you to be happy. You <laughs> yeah, to be happy. And I was like, oh, I dude. Mean, I shed so many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I shed a few. My girlfriend Definitely. was sleeping next to me, yeah, and I was just had the headphones in with my laptop on my lap, yeah, and I was just bawling. Honestly, <laughs> just bawling. I'd stop and I'd laugh a little bit yeah. towards the end, and then it would happen all over again. And then I went into the toilet because the lights were. They put the light on in the toilet. My eyes were just so, red. <laughs> and tears were just still falling. <laughs> I just started laughing at myself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I mean I think that maybe one of the main parts that, that might get criticism for being a bit distasteful or yeah main, mainly distasteful do we want or, like, a insensitive. no no it's just uh, like, it was nothing like that but there's one point where where he's talking about the fact that he can he can go around do whatever say whatever and then at the end he can kill himself, and it's like a superpower. Yeah, <laughs> which th- I think that could be. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could maybe be seen like as being a bit crazier. Part of it was a bit <laughs> fucked. But but the thing is, the thing is that that I mean, it, this might say a lot about me, but that gave me the most like laughs because because uh, his his editor in it and is also yeah. brother-in-law. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, like the world's worst superpower. <laughs> and I was just dying. <laughs> I think, I don't know. It's uh, it's I humor. Mean, like if it doesn't tickle your funny bone. Yeah, it doesn't need to. Fuck yeah, off. Leave don't it alone. Watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, to, to have such an outrageous sort of 
I think this guy that wrote about it and a lot of people um, get annoyed. What was that thing we were looking at earlier where it was like, he says something, what did he say? Oh, Ricky Gervais? Yeah, yeah. Uh, if, just because you're offended doesn't mean that you're right. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, just because you're offensive doesn't mean you're funny. Yeah. and But that is funny to some people. Yeah. So, and that, like, just the, just the fact that someone is offended by someone's comedy doesn't mean that person should stop uh, making those sorts of jokes just because it doesn't appease one one crowd, and it shouldn't it shouldn't take a whole body of somebody's work or time to sort of tell other people how fucked up this guy is. It's like, yeah, yeah like I know my mum doesn't like Jeremy Clarkson. She doesn't like tell everybody about that. Do you know what I mean? She'll just be like, I don't like him because he says some shit. Yeah. And just doesn't watch his programs. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. That's an example that's, of somebody... Just, that's an older generation. Yeah, that's just somebody... Just keep not, calm and carry on. And it's not like not caring. It's like, yeah, what you're... Probably if he was in front of her, she'd say something about it. <laughs> Do you know great. what I mean? But I guess your Clarkson would be good at that as well. <coughs> he would be... 100%. Yeah. He might be charming or he might just be an <laughs> arsehole about it. Yeah. Like, I could see it going one of two ways. But... um. Yeah, no, there there definitely is, and we spoke about it before, like this fascination with like proving people to be fucked and like getting a, getting a load of other people who have the same views to all then say that same thing and just condemn this thing. Let's get it off. Let let's censor the shit out of this because I don't like it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That he talks about that a lot, and I I completely agree with him. I think people should stand up for what they believe is right, but also at the same time, when somebody's saying something that you don't like, you don't have to, you don't have to oppose it. If it's not directly affecting your life, then I mean, it, it just gets so complex. Like even now, I'm then questioning that. I'm like, oh yeah, but you should stand up for these things if it's not right. And it, do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, that's the thing. Like obviously, they have a right to to stand up and say say what they want to say, but. Obviously, and and then Ricky Gervais and and the rest of the world has a right to just ignore you, <laughs> and not yeah. Obviously, yeah. They, I mean, they have a right to write to write these critique and and uh, Ash Sarkar, the, yeah. the I'm a literally a communist girl, has a right to say that she don't think Ricky Gervais is funny. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't because it's funny. But I think it is. <laughs> but then, but then, how much do we hear of it actually? Like, where have we heard a rave review? I mean, it seems like this negativity's. See, I've seen like because I don't know how bad the program is. The, the, those things aren't telling me. Those things are telling me. Oh, I don't like Ricky Gervais's talking about himself loads. But for me, the program was good. Yeah. If you take the cult of Ricky Gervais or the idea of Ricky Gervais out of it, I think it stood alone as a very well-made yeah program about somebody who's grieving and who's somebody who who loves somebody like unconditionally and how they felt and how probably a lot of other people feel Just despair but then he he was deal, dealing with he realized that he was dealing with it in the wrong way and well maybe he did maybe he doesn't at the end okay <laughs> spoiler alert for that one <laughs> but i mean you know the formula to any yeah that is true show, that man. is true come on so yeah, yeah, but I, I, it made me—it made me want to. I don't know if it's a real place, but that uh, it made me want to live in Tembury. Look quite nice. It looks it? really nice just every day, like and then it's, uh, it starts with that uh, with the track. I can't remember. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, they're good tracks. They're good yeah. Music at Great the end. Soundtrack. The, the start of things. But yeah, so so we watched that, and I think there was more things that we could have spoken about about our time away from the time away but i've completely blocked it all out 
because yeah. it doesn't matter to me anymore. Yeah. On this is also the first uh, filmed episode. Yeah. You just paid I say, homage. Uh, you broke, I the, broke the fourth wall. Broke the fourth I have wall. done it a few times throughout the show. Yeah, as well. definitely have. This is a good fellas thing. Um, yeah, I'm filming for the the climate change kids protest march strike thing Absolutely. on Friday. Uh, I maintain that this is just an excuse for kids not to go to school. Standard. <laughs> good. <laughs> I would have went if I knew about that. How long has it been going on? One hundred percent. I'll make a placard and I'll be there, bro. <laughs> yeah. Nah, if I, I wouldn't have made a placard. <laughs> nah. I would have rolled a joint. <laughs> just headed it down. That was me at sixteen. <laughs> um but um Did you ever go to uh on four twenty, did you ever go to Hyde Park? No. <laughs> I wasn't that. I, wasn't I went that once, involved. it was the worst thing I've ever been to. Yeah, but no. it was good for the uh, the novelty, the fact that there's just police walking around, <laughs> and the whole yeah, the whole park is just a haze. <laughs> yeah, but that was that one time that I tried well, a cigarette, yeah. but never again. Man. Never again. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. I'm I'm proud of you. Man. But um, yeah. So so busy on Friday, but we're back next week for we are for more for probably more current current issues uh maybe maybe maybe, maybe not <laughs> maybe yeah we're talking about some things from the 90s dig into the archives <laughs> you know but um yeah if you stayed until one minute and 13 one hour <laughs> or an hour that was the longest minute <laughs> all right salut cheers <laughs>